I believe Jaden Broderick is the only teenager I have spoken with on the Pickleball Fire podcast, other than Anna Lee Waters, who was 14 at the time. Jaden is now 16, but just picked up a paddle two years ago and is now competing against the professionals in singles and having success. So let's get to the intro to hear more from Jaden. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Jaden Broderick. How are you doing today, Jaden? I'm doing pretty good today. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And I think this is going to be a very interesting interview I have to admit, you're going to be one of the youngest people I've had on the podcast. I think the only one younger would have been Annalie Waters, who's at the time was 14 years old. Now, as I allude to that, Jaden, tell me a little bit about how old you are now, how old you were when you started playing pickleball, and how you got into the sport. Well, I'm currently 16 years old. I started when I was about 14, and my family and I had paddles for about six months and we finally decided to go try it while we were at the beach and then when we got back we let the paddles sit around for another six months and then we found about some new courts in Greenville and we just went out to try it again and we ended up getting hooked on the sport and just have been playing ever since. That's interesting introduction to how you got involved in the game. I mean, most people, when they go out and buy pickleball paddles, they don't let them sit around for six months. So how did that happen? We just never really had any courts and we didn't feel like it was an interesting sport at the time. We had never really heard about it. So what changed your mind about the sport? Well, the main thing was that we finally got courts in Greenville And when we first went out, everybody was so welcoming and willing to teach us how to play. Now, the courts there in, it's Greenville, South Carolina, correct? Yes, it is. Is it South or North Carolina? South Carolina. Okay, it is South Carolina. So were these brand new pickleball courts that were built or did you just not know about them at the time? They were, they took two tennis courts and converted them into six pickleball courts. And so they had just opened around the time we started. Nice. And so in terms of pickleball there in Greenville, what's it like now? We have a ton of players, probably 2,000, and we don't have too many courts we probably have about 20 dedicated courts and so wherever you go it's always all the courts are full and everybody stacks paddles to make sure that everybody can play and so we do four in four out and there's usually about 40 to 60 people at each park nice that is a great turnout and You got a little bit of a slow start with the game. You maybe didn't have the courts, didn't find it that interesting when you first started. What other sports have you played? I've done soccer, basketball, 
tennis and swimming. And then were you a really avid tennis player? And was that kind of some of the reason why you weren't really kind of into pickleball that much when you first started? Well, I was a really avid soccer player and I did a little bit of tennis on the side. But once I found out about pickleball, I liked it, liked it a lot better than tennis. And now it's I barely play any tennis anymore. Now, are you still playing soccer? I'm actually taking the fall off this year in order to focus on pickleball and do a lot more tournaments. Okay. Yeah, very cool. I mean, Annalie Waters, of course, had that same type of combination where great pickleball player, great soccer player. And I think she's probably coming down to at this point of focusing on pickleball. So maybe that's where you're headed to. But before we kind of get get a little bit down the road, once you got those dedicated courts there in Greenville, how did you become more serious about the sport? I found out about some more local tournaments on the East Coast, and we started traveling a little bit to do them. And that's how I more got into it. And once we got those six courts, we kept pounding the city to get more courts since there's so many people starting to play. And I always tried to play with the better players, and they'd always welcome me into their groups. And so I just got better and better, and now I really love the sport. And who else in your family plays on a regular basis? I think you had mentioned that your dad does. Yes, my mom and dad play both, and they both started around the same time I did. And so I did about a year and a half worth of tournaments partnering with my dad. And then when did it change so that you weren't partnering with your dad? It changed in January of 2022. Our levels kind of differed, and he wanted me to get better partners than him. And so he pushed me away from him and to higher levels. And so you kind of made your way, I would imagine, through the ranks from probably that 3.5 level to the 4045. Where are you now? I'm currently at a 50 level and I'm starting to play in some pro open singles events and mainly 50 for doubles. Now, why the difference between the singles and doubles in terms of the level? Well, I'm 6'4", and so singles is a lot easier for me to cover the court. And with my tennis background, I just prefer singles with the shots that I have. And I understand you are a lefty. What advantage does that give you? Well, a lot of players don't like the lefty game, and they don't see it very often. and so. When most people think they'd be targeting the right-handed backhand, they're actually hitting most of their shots to my forehand. So it gives me a little bit of a bit advantage with my shots. And it looks like recently you've moved up into that pro singles ranks. Are you winning on a regular basis? How's it going? 
I've only done one tournament so far, and I went three and two, so not too bad. Nice. And what's the biggest challenge when you are playing in men's pro singles? I mean, how is it different from either the lower levels or doubles? The biggest challenge is that everybody gets a lot more balls back, and so you have to hit multiple winners in a point to actually win the point. And their shots are just a lot more consistent. And how is it that you're getting your game to that level and to that consistency? Do you drill a lot or are you mostly playing, practicing? What are you doing? I'm now drilling a lot. We try to drill four to two days a week and then play the rest of the time. And whenever I drill, I mainly focus on my singles game because whenever I play pickup games, it's always doubles. And then who are you drilling with and what types of things are you doing? There's two guys in their mid-20s around Greenville that are always able to drill during the afternoons and at nights when I don't have school. And so I'll mainly drill with them. And then I also drill with my dad some. And then what's it looking like for you in the fall? If you're going to be playing in more tournaments, it sounds like it might be hard to be in school. I know with COVID, so much of everything was remote. Are things going to change there for you? No, I'm still in public school and I'll probably miss a lot of days with tournaments, but all the teachers allow you to make up work and give you extra time. And so it won't be too difficult to balance both. And then I know when I talked to Annalie, she's been homeschooled for years. Is there any thought that might be the way that you go? Or do you just actually like being in high school too much? No, I just like being in high school too much. It's a lot different than homeschooling. I've experienced the virtual school with COVID, and it was just very hard to do your work when in school you actually have to do your work and so it sounds like you need that discipline kind of that structure that going to school actually provides yes i do now i think i also heard or read that you're getting involved in the app association of professional pickleball they've got kind of a next gen series for teenagers and people in their early 20s who are up and coming. How did you get involved in that? Well, I saw that it had started up and I talked with my parents and decided we were going to do one. And so we signed up and got plane tickets and everything. And then it got canceled due to a snowstorm. And so we kept looking for ones and found two in the summer that were back-to-back weekends and so texas is my hometown and that's where one happened to be and so we just decided to go out to those and take the week off since it was back-to-back and just hang out there and what was it like participating in that next gen series It was amazing being able to be on center court and live streamed with commentary 
and the seminars were really great with the senior pros is very helpful to learn some of the expertise they have with the game and it was just overall a really good experience and very fun trip now what were some of those things that you did learn from the senior professionals I learned in singles that there are six triangles that you want to try to aim for and that you should never switch up your hitting patterns if they're working because if you try to switch your pattern midpoint, it usually won't go well and you'll miss the shot. Ah, Good advice. Now, can you describe where those triangles are on the court? So there are two triangles on the baseline corners and then two on the right and left side of the court towards the middle and then two towards the sides of the end of the kitchen line. And so as you think about the triangles on the court, is that something you really work on when you do your drilling? Yes, it is. So I always focus on hitting my returns to the baseline triangles while drilling and then hitting a lot of my passing shots to the upper four triangles if I can. And it's really a main focus while I drill. Now, if do you happen to remember who actually talked about the triangles on the court so we can give them a little bit of credit here? It was Ken Herman who talked about the triangles in this specific seminar. Ah, interesting. The head and founder of the APP. I've had Ken on the podcast, too. Oh, yeah. That's cool. All right. So you talked about some of the things that you learned from the senior pros in terms of really strategy on the court. Anything else that you learned about maybe mindset or nutrition that you want to share? I learned a lot about nutrition and to take care of your body in between tournaments. They taught us to always bring healthy snacks to the tournaments to eat in between matches so that you can stay energetic and not feel terrible for your next match if you eat something bad. And that you need a meal plan for before you get to the tournaments. And so what else is involved in kind of taking care of your body in between tournaments? A lot of recovery stuff like stretching and maybe if you have like a massage gun or therabody recovery sleeves, doing that kind of stuff to get your blood flow moving and get your muscles stretched out. And so did you find that you really learned so much more information from the senior pros than maybe during your soccer playing days with different coaches? Yes, I definitely learned a lot more from them than I did in soccer because soccer is more about just your skill on the field where pickleball is about not only your skill on the court, but your nutrition and how to take care of your body. Yeah, it's funny how demanding something like pickleball could be because I think a lot of people, especially if you play tournaments, but a lot of people look at the game and they're maybe sitting there on the outside and they think, 
oh, that game's easy to play. You don't have to be very athletic. But, you know, when you're competing, especially at the level that you are now, there's really a lot to it, isn't there? Yes, there is. Definitely a lot more than many other sports. All right. So are you a junior in high school going into your junior year? I'm going into my junior year. And so over the next two years, when you're in high school, junior and senior year, what do you foresee in pickleball and what are some of your goals? Some of my main goals are to get into the pros and start winning more and more matches by the end of high school and to get a couple more sponsorships with different brands. And then any thoughts beyond your senior year? I mean, is your focus, do you think, going to be on going to college or might it be on a pickleball career? My focus will be mainly to go to college and I'll kind of keep pickleball as a side thing. All right. Well, it definitely sounds like you are on track to be successful. And anything else that we should know about you, Jaden? Nope, that's about it. Oh, the one thing I did want to go back to is you said you're 6'4", and I I know I think that pickleball is going to go much the way of tennis. More and more, you'll see taller players in the game at the professional level. And you mentioned that that's a big advantage, I think, in singles. Does it come into play as much when you play doubles? Yes, it does, because a lot of people that think their drops might be really good. I can use my reach and length to reach and take it out of the air and hit an offensive shot. And it also helps a lot with my earnings. Since my legs are long, I can jump the kitchen easier. And then do you happen to, at 6'4", do you also happen to have long arms for your height? Yes, I do. And so they'll help me a lot with my overheads and my attacking shots at the kitchen lawn. All right. Well, cool. Well, good. Anything, do you want to give just one last shout out to the folks in Greenville, South Carolina? Yes. A big shout out to the whole upstate pickleball community for all the support they've given me. And they always try to tune into my matches and comment And always talk to me whenever I'm at the parks. And I'd just like to say a big thanks to everybody for all the amazing support. All right. And then one last question before we finish up. You are a pickleball professional playing at that level. I always do like to ask, which pickleball paddle do you use and why do you like it? I use the Gamma Riley Newman paddle. And I really like it because it has a longer handle for my two-handed backhand. And it has really good control and power to it. All right. And you know what? You might as well give a shout out to your other sponsors because I, I bet you also have something more than a paddle sponsor. Yes. Yeah, so a big shout out to Team Gamma for the amazing gear and all the support they've given me throughout my pickleball career. They're a really great brand. All right. Well, Jaden, it was great to have you on the Pickleball Fire podcast. 
You are the second teenager that I've spoken to, and I do really appreciate you coming on today. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 